Hello, welcome to another episode of A Progressive and a Libertarian Walk into a Bar. Uh, this is Sean O, and we're here at Grand Park, and we're outside of the, I don't know, it's a fucking train with whiskey on it. What's it called? This is a caboose for High West Distillery. High West Distillery, they're from Utah. What were you going to say, Claudia? Oh, you got it, you got it. Oh, yes. So they're from Utah. I'm having a, uh, what's my bourbon called? It's the, uh, let's see, the list says... You chose the, it's called Campfire, and it's a smoky, uh, like it's a blend, so it's supposed to be like a scotch bourbon kind of drink. Yeah, it's very fucking good. And how about yourself? I am having a horse's neck. It's like a Moscow Mule with a ginger beer. Ah, man. It's delicious. delicious. You're having the Moscow Mule too? Yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, this is really fucking good. I'm glad. I would say I'm glad we saw it, but technically I never saw it. <laughs> so Just well, keep an eye on them, Sean. Yeah, I'll try to keep an eye on the drinks. And, uh, well, we're going to go drink, and we'll beat you back in the studio. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Progressive and a Libertarian Walk into a Bar. I'm Sean O. I'm Fernie S. Yes, he is. And uh, today we're going to, well, you want to talk about the beer first? Yes. What are we right, drinking so- today? So first, uh, we we're already started. Yeah, we kind of started earlier. You know, it's just in preparation in this mm-hmm. session mm-hmm. to make sure that we get the, the show going in the best possible yes. way. So we already had uh, the Allagash White. It's a Belgian-style wheat beer, absolutely delicious. Allagash from Portland, Maine, uh, was making good beers. Uh, that's what I was enjoying. Uh, Sean was enjoying the Sierra Nevada Ruthless Rye an IPA. It's all right. That's good, man. <laughs> Psychopaths. That's right. That's right. And uh, now we're, we're starting to work our way to a stone beer. Uh, this one is the Revengeful Spirit Double IPA. So um, I'm not sure. Uh, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he might not be crazy enough uh, for it. That's right. I'm not, not a big IPA fan, but it's, it's all right. It's stone. It's quality. To, to, but the, the, the reason you don't like IPAs, because I still swear, because you used to drink them. I used to drink them. But yeah. you drink that... Fucker with that chili pepper. Habanero. It was, yeah. It was ballast. It was ballast point. <laughs> so sculpin with habanero. It seemed like such a good idea. Sounds so terrible. I don't know. <laughs> it was a full pint that was just burning the shit out of my mouth. Because well, you were chugging it. And yeah, was, he went to get rid was, of it. <laughs> He's like, oh. He goes, oh, this is terrible. Because uh, uh, I'm very, I'm a very stubborn person. As I was working my way through it, I kept thinking I, I should have some chips and some salsa with this motherfucker. <laughs> but I did finish it, and yeah, since then I've not been able to get back into it. Why did you give up IPAs and not chili peppers? Oh man, I mean, <laughs> you blame it on the IPA. It was but, the chili pepper that did it to you. But living in LA, you can't, you can't just give up on hot stuff. Or IPAs. Or well, IPAs you can. IPAs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're ubiquitous, man. Like, uh, getting away from salsa. Like, imagine one day without salsa. Oh, man. Oh, man. No. Yeah, that's that's a day without air. <laughs> <laughs> we do live in L.A. A, a day without house music. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> day, or, or for you, a day without Sabbath. Metal. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Metal. Rest in peace, Ozzy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is, that, is, is he on your Deadpool or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should do that. We should probably set one up. Oh, man. He already uh, has one. Uh, I have one. <laughs> <laughs> I was terribly behind too, though. Oh, we should one for the podcast. Yeah, Fidel Castro's been on a lot of people's Deadpool for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> Fidel or Raul? Fidel. Yeah, well, he's dead now. Is he? Yeah, he's dead. Oh, I'm way yeah. behind the time. Sorry. Yeah, Rest yeah, in peace, dead. Fidel. Yeah, Raul. Fidel. Fidel. Yeah. 
So, today's topic will be, right. besides the Deadpools, yes. is uh, I want to talk about the Uber strike. Yes. And, and uh, uh, what I think that's going to cause. What do you think about it, just in general, from a progressive point of view? Do you think uh, they should be paying them more? Because you, you, you tried out doing that before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about just a quick summary of the, the current situation, which is uh, earlier in the week, there were uh, drivers that were striking um, right before the IPO, the Uber IPO, the much-awaited Uber IPO. Mm-hmm. And then when the, the Uber IPO um, began, um, it was very lackluster. It bumped. It's, they were trying to avoid what Lyft had done a few months ago, which started up high, like in the 40s, and then tanking, plummeting. And uh, they, uh, when they debut, debuted, it uh, started. It ended up being lower than where it started, basically. And that's that's mm-hmm. where Uber is, right? I mean, so they had that. They had uh, the the drivers that were striking, but they also had the history of having had a CEO who had had a history of sexual harassment. Or rather, misogynistic attitudes. Right? That's Uber, right? Yeah, that's Uber. So, um, I mean, that's a lot, lot, lot of baggage to bring to an IPO. And then typically, we thought um, um, the stock exchange or the, the stock market really liked hot and fresh and up-and-coming um, startups like this. Mm-hmm. But uh, apparently, never in their history has Uber turned a profit. Yeah, that's what I hear. But what about, like, I, I mean, I guess it's not Uber, but Lyft and any of these... Uh, the gig economy. Yeah. Like, what, what's the what's the progressive view on that thing? Well, I'm, I'm not, you know, every, I'm sure, there's, I'm sure there is a progressive point of view, but I'll, t- I'll tell you my point of view, my individual point of view, is that, um, I mean, there's a couple things. First, in this economy where people are having to supplement their income through driving, plus on top of having a job already, right? Um, just singles to the fact that capitalism as much as we may think that uh, has a lot of positive features, a lot of passive attributes, it also has led to this situation where people are having to uh, work with two or three different jobs to be able to make ends meet, which we shouldn't have. Like when we talked about the living a living wage before, um, we should be able to have uh, an economy where people can work a a job, and whether it's driving cars or whether it's teaching, whether it's parking cars. Whatever it is, you know, and still be able to have a home, ideally, ideally. Now, um, so the fact that the sharing economy has, uh, the gay economy has been so strong through Uber, through Lyft, through TaskRabbit, and other, other um, apps, <coughs> I think just signals that there's a huge, huge need for people to make income in whatever way they can make, right? And for, and okay, so that's the first thing. So capitalism can't, the way it stands now is bad. Um, now the second thing that I can point to or talk about when it comes to the gay economy, I, I think that um, one of the one of the big takeaways, one of the big uh, advantages that corporations uh, like Uber are uh, taking advantage of is the fact that when they set up their uh, uh, how the way they hire, the way they contract with their, their drivers um, to make them as contractors, um, really really puts these contractors employees um, out on a limb. They don't have access to any benefits or any protections, no health insurance, no holidays, no PTO. Um, a lot. That's. I mean, what kind of a what kind of a world are we living in where that's like? All right. Something they should be able to check this out. Because since I'm blind, I actually use Access Services, which yeah. is a government-funded program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And guess how the government handles that? How's that? They they contract it out, mm-hmm. and the, they hire two type of drivers. They hire 
van drivers that are on salary or not salary, but on uh, commi- not commission. What's it called? Just their per hour. Per hour. Oh, yeah. And they get like probably minimum something like that, the ten, eleven bucks an hour, something like that. Yeah. I think it is. I guess it's going to be fifteen soon because of the twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah, the, the thing. So they get paid that mm-hmm. per hour. There. Then they also hire out to cab drivers who mostly used to work for cab companies. Now they work for Access because Uber and Lyft have taken so much of their business yeah. because they have to pay all the the, the, the government taxes and licensing and all that stuff. So it cuts into their shit. <clears throat> so that company hires them as private contractors. Yeah. So the government has the same plan. I, that's the way it's working. And as a matter of fact, they just changed their plan and then, you know, they act like it's saving the, the driver so much money, but they're actually making it so that the drivers, they would make more money if they had share rides. Yeah. They don't necessarily want share rides because sometimes they send them way out of their way. So yeah. now they won't send them for share rides because then they have to pay the driver twice for the same thing. Mm. And so that because they're contractors. So those people get no insurance, no nothing. Yeah. And, you know, they could get a route during the day, and then if it gets canceled, you know, like, I'm sick, I cancel my ride, they have that big gap where they can do nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, so the that that's that's the problem with something like that where the government is because they just have a route as opposed to the company yeah. where the company uh, like my mom's insurance, if they're if the company they use is busy, they just call her lift for her medical transportation yeah. and they come and get her. Uh, and so that's that's where I think that just the convenience of Lyft and Uber for something like that, it's it's hard to fucking beat it. Yeah, and you know the government ha- has tried, and they're not doing any anything different from, well, from that point of view. I mean, I, I I agree that it's a great solution to a currently existing problem. Like the the problem being that people need rides, and, and taxis are really too expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think that's the government's fault, not the taxis. But okay, yeah, but like if we if we get past that for a second, I mean the reason why um, taxis well, one reason taxis can be super expensive is because people do need to pay for to be insured when they're driving. Yeah, insured. Yeah, yeah. and they need to be able to not only have um, a car that's insured, but also a driver who has a track record or has at least been certified to be able to to drive. Ideally, you don't want some random person who um, who hasn't been driving very long, you know, to, to take you anywhere. Right? And so, so they have to be certified one way or another. They also have to be, um, it has to be a background check. You don't want a maniac with a prison history or, what, or whatever, or, or tendencies who may be on crack or whatever to drive you, right? Yeah. I, I mean, ideally, ideally. So, um, so I'm guessing that's one reason why they charge a premium. Plus whatever overhead there is in signing rides or... or, or I would just use that as a selling point. You know, if they want more business, they should just say, hey, you know, our drivers all have background checks, this and yeah, that. Yeah. That'd be a selling point. You know, right. they, they should hand that shit up then. Right. You know, right. instead right. of protesting, oh, they don't, they don't, they should say, we do, we do, yeah. come ride with us. Right, right. And that to be an attack kind of thing. Right, and, and I'm, not, I'm not saying necessarily that uh, I'm pro-taxis, because they, they are expensive. I yeah, mean, it's simple, expensive, man. Simple economics dictates that it would be the something like Lyft or Uber or whatever else is out there. I mean, that's what you're, that's what you're going to go with. Uh-huh. Right, and I, I think the, the point where um, we're finding a lot of um, um, what's controversy is that they're not getting any benefits. I mean, like, how, how are, like, Lyft drivers essentially end up getting, like, $10 an hour, basically. I think, I think yeah, some of them do. And, and but you, you, you got to understand, some of those Lyft drivers are also terribly unpleasant. 
You know, so the ones who are nicer, and granted, not everybody's going to tip, but somebody's going to tip somebody that's a nicer driver and people that work harder. Because I can't tell you how many times I've taken a ride and somebody's just, they don't have anything to say. They just, you know, they, they barely, barely even acknowledge the fact that you get in the car. Especially as a blind guy, I'm trying to find where the fuck car is. Yeah. And some people don't even get out of the car, don't even, they make zero effort. Yeah. Zero tip, motherfucker. Yeah. You know, you know, mm-hmm. you know, get the fuck out of the car, act like you, you know, you want to, to help somebody. Well, at least just yeah. announce yourself. Yeah, 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 do something. You know, and, and you know what, you might get paid a little fucking more. Right. Yeah, because there there is this, this this entitlement people have. You know, at restaurants here in Los Angeles, I don't know if it's every, like every place. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, they don't give you service, but they they want you to tip them. Yeah. You know, you got to bust your own table, this and that. The fuck, am I tipping for? I picked up my own, well, take the back. I didn't today pick it up because I just spilled it all over the fucking. Place. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> people in general have to pick up their own food. You can tip me then. Yeah, yeah, I'll tip you. <laughs> That's, not, that's my white privilege again. There you go. Yeah, I don't have to get my own food. Mm-hmm. Blind privilege. <laughs> so, so I think I think in that sense, the people who work harder are going to make more money at that. The people who really, because I mean, I talk to a lot of drivers that, that they tell me they make a lot of money because they work during the peak times, they do this and that, and they love it because they can make their own hours. And if the people strike and get their way, they're going to get paid like it's a regular job, and... You know, there's going to be, I guess, you know, you're not going to be able to take time off during the day. I don't think you'd be able to just start, stop, start, stop, you know, go for lunch, go take your kids to school, this and that and everything else. It's going to limit them at some point in time, right? Well, the, I mean, the what we're looking, the biggest challenge for Lyft or for Uber is, like, how do you compete in a marketplace when ride-sharing uh, or getting an Uber ride is so let's say comparably cheap to mm-hmm. to taxi driver, right? Mm-hmm. So your biggest comp- competitors are the other the other services, and it's cutthroat, right? They're they're both trying to offer the lowest possible fee. Um, at what point do you offer a fee that's so low that it either you're not making any money, which Uber hasn't, um, and, and at this point they're hurting their drivers, the people that are doing providing yeah. the service. Right? Driver those cars is where that's going to happen. Right, right, and we can we can move on to that in a second. But I mean, for now, well, the, the well, they can't staff the thousands of drivers that are positions they would need. They have human drivers, and they're not paying them very well. Uh, so I mean, if they're not paying them very well. I mean, I mean that's that's just the fact. They're not yeah. getting paid very well. Like if, if you can't like if uh, if it's below minimum, if it's so cheap, there's a, a, a huge bucket this movie. Holy shit! came in. Uh, some sort of bug, <laughs> gigantic bug next to that plastic rat. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I think it's it's just um, Uber, and I don't know about Lyft, but I can say Uber at least with the, with the amount of protest demonstrations they're having out there, just uh, just demonstrates that they're not paying them enough. Yeah. And if it were equitable or fair, then then the drivers would be well, all about it. I because they, they they did lower how much they pay people, which I think sucks. And you know some people quit, right? right? So I mean that that's a good way to do it. But there's always going to be somebody who will take that spot, yeah. you know, because like it's especially since it's you know like I can't think how many people I've had tell me, well I'm retired, I do it because it just gives me something to do. They don't mind. Yeah. So that that's who the job should be doing those kind of jobs because usually those I'll tell you those are usually the friendlier people. You know, they, they enjoy it, they get out and talk to people, they're not sitting at home, and they're quite content, 
with that price. And, and as opposed to, you know, somebody who's, you know, I don't know, you know, doesn't, doesn't even want to fucking be there, doing, hates fucking driving, hates fucking traffic, can't stand this, can't stand people, but he's driving Uber and he wants to get paid more. So well, he's going to do something. I, I, I mean, the, the huge difference that you're pointing out right there is like somebody that's retired, they probably have income coming in. Uh-huh. They don't. They're not. They're not needing this money to make ends meet to pay bills at the end of the day, <coughs> at the end of the month, right? Yeah. So I mean, that's probably a huge difference between somebody that's retired and and is using this as extra disposable income, something to do during the day, yeah. versus somebody that's trying to make sure they send their kids to a good school and pay for their school supplies and and trying yeah, to have medical would, care I, for I, responses. I would, would you say even under? good circumstances and, and say they're under normal pay and all that stuff would you say working as a Lyft driver an Uber driver is a great career move I mean no there's, there's a big, I mean there's a there's a huge difference between so a career and, and, and having a job that pays your bills and allows you to yeah. do the things you want to do with your life yeah and I, I just see that as like somebody that really wants to do it they're gonna find the time to do it at the times that they're gonna make the best money you know that, that that's how you work the system right you know that, and and that's what it is. Work, work when you when you. I mean, and that way you can also make your own own stuff. I, I feel because I want them to get paid more too, because hopefully they would be friendlier. You know, because then you know then then they might get more tips if they're friendlier. Mm-hmm. But just in general, I don't I don't I don't think the government or anything else should tell them. I like the way they're doing. It. They're not saying the government needs to tell Uber to do that. They're striking and asking people to back it up, say and help that out. I do agree with. I do agree with their methods. They're not asking the government to intervene, as far as I understand, in all in all those in that sense. But the cab drivers are trying to get them to intervene against them too. So, mm-hmm. you know, so um, yeah, it's not into the government intervention. I do agree that you know, yeah, if you do back it up what what if you want them to get paid more, then yeah, the, I I suggest don't don't fucking ride it. Take a bus, you know, something like that. You know, uh, that that's a way to kind of make that point. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's a hairy question. Though. Yeah, it's it is. Question, because I, I I do believe they should be paid an equitable, fair, living wage, and that's gonna bump up our prices as consumers. Mm. If we ever want to take a lift, a ten dollar ride, might, might which will make me ride less. Right, right, and you know, and may make you take a bus, may make you yeah. ride a bike or a scooter. Yeah, yeah. Can you see my blind ass on a scooter? <laughs> Skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I mean, it, it'll, it will, I mean. And, and, and unfortunately, with automation coming in so many fields, I feel that a lot of these lower wage jobs are going to price themselves right out of existence. Yeah, and that's and natural. I have a friend who, he, he, when he goes to a store, even if there's a fucking long line, he will not use the automated thing. Yeah. And he said, you know, like the security officer, hey, you know, the line's over here. And he goes, there's no, I'm not staying. He goes, I'm not using that. He goes, and they go, why don't you do that? And he goes, because that person needs a job. Yeah. Because I'm not going to use that automated thing. You know, and, and I, I think that's that's true. You know, I mean, I think, I think I'd rather deal with a, a friendly human than a cold ass computer. But I'd rather deal with a computer, or something than an asshole. Mm-hmm. You know, who's not happy. So they, they should they really should pay people enough that they're happy to be there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Henry Ford. You know, all of his flaws that he had, he did pay people enough money, and you know, he paid people more than what he thought they really needed. And he said, you know, I want him to be able to afford to buy one of my cars. Yeah. You know, and I, I, that's that's great business sense if you keep people fucking happy. You know, that, and I, maybe, again, Henry Ford not being necessarily the, the role model for all people. Yeah. <laughs> but, 
but um, I think in this day and age where a corporate board focuses so much on on their fiduciary duty and their, their responsibility to the stock owners, stockholders, yeah. like they got to do everything and anything they can to pull profit, every penny of possible profit. Yeah. Yeah, I hate that. And if that means paying the Uber drivers less, fuck that. I mean, yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's what they focus on. Yeah, right. yeah I really fucking hate that. But but to segue to segue what we were talking about okay so, um, you no know, like I, I think your friend is probably doing something that's really that's really protecting a job yeah you know but I mean the the ceaseless relentless progress of technology will be there I mean just like uh, when we got rid of got rid of uh, horse carts for cars yeah when we got rid of uh, not as many blacksmiths these days right exactly exactly or or. Or people or seamstresses versus <clears throat> well, I mean, even photographers and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, photographers, hell, musicians. You know, I mean, we don't get gigs. Yeah. Like we used to. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of things are DJed. DJ. Uh, or uh, yeah, you're taking our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, you know. Uh, you know DJs. Um, you know, uh, just anything. You yeah. know. Uh, you know, a lot of people just you know don't hire musicians for things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I do feel musicians kind of price themselves right out of shit sometimes. Because, yeah, yeah. man, it's fucking expensive to hire somebody to play for things. Yes, Espe- You know, the minimum for, like, playing a wedding is, like, all close to $400. How many? How much? And that, that, that's, 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 like, for uh, three hours you have to be. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And that's minimum. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can always negotiate that. If you have a busy schedule and they want you, you can always negotiate for more. Mm-hmm. If you play longer, you get more. If you're a person who plays another instrument, so you play guitar and you sing, you get another, I think it's 15% on top of that. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I mean, those are great things, yeah. you know, but, you know, really, you know, uh, it's also painful, though, as a person who likes to play their own music, being in the union, they don't necessarily want you playing gigs that you're not getting paid for. Yeah. And if you're out promoting your music and nobody knows your music, nobody's going to come fucking pay to see you. Right. So it's really, it's really, a, it's really... It's really a hard situation sometimes with those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So unions and stuff like that can be a pain in the ass. I think I got off topic. No, okay, so we were segueing to, to automation. So this is like an IPAs kit. Oh, I'm telling you, because it's, it's double. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <dude>. uh, <laughs> train drinking out of, <laughs> out, out of the... Wait, what? We got a solo cup full of fucking IPA. <laughs> oh, man, mine's gone. But, uh... Okay, so essentially, was, I, I just wanted to be able to use the word ludite somewhere in a sentence. Oh, shit. Because it's, it's essentially, that's what a, um, cashiers, cashiers will essentially be um, replaced by machines, robots, uh-huh. uh, a system that will scan your shit automatically. And then uh, people can talk about, like, oh, 20, 30 years ago, um, we had cashiers, people that would scan your stuff manually. They would, they would take your stuff, put it through mm-hmm. a machine, and they would scan, and they would tell you how much it you have to pay. Yeah. So, I mean, that'll, that'll happen 10, 15, 20 years from now. Yeah. Um, and the people that are still looking for stores, shops, restaurants, where everything will be manual or not automated, I mean, those will be Luddites, right? Just like, again, like uh, people that, are, that look for blacksmiths, people that make knives. Or mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like any, any well, even camera stuff. stores. I mean, you know, yeah. they, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they didn't go out of existence. I mean, for God's sake, there's a, there's a marionette fucking theater around here. Oh, is there by that way? Yeah, yeah, it just moved to downtown. It used to be up on, um, I want to think it was on Riverside. But yeah, they moved down here because I think they lost their lease or something. 
marionette theater. Yeah, so I mean, that, you know, I I think having any skill like that, if you can do it good, then you, you'll always have a job doing something, at least, at least part-time, something like that, yeah. to fill in for things. Yeah. You know, it's, and it's nice to work with something that you can do. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'll tell you what, I never thought I'd be a fucking music teacher. Mm. Never in a million years. I tried it when I was younger. Yeah. I had the fucking patience for it. Mm. You know, yeah. I would get, you know, because I would practice 10, 12 hours. Yeah. I'd be mad as a motherfucker at kids when they wouldn't practice. Because right. you know, I would teach people my own age. Yeah. And I was mad as shit. And I was like, what the, what the fuck are you talking about? You didn't practice. Yeah. I, you know, I gave you a scale to work on. You couldn't do that? Yeah. I did have five minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, you know, I didn't have patience for it, you know, you know, as I got older. And now I have fun with it. I have a blast teaching. Yeah. You know, as long as the kids practice, it's a pretty good day. Voice yeah. memos. Voice memos. Yeah. Card overlay. Half screen. Button. I don't know what the hell that is. Well, adjust the size of the overlay. Well, One notification. Well, well, we haven't talked about automation. Yeah. Oh, or, or driverless cars. Okay, let's yeah, touch driverless cars. cars for a okay, so I, I think that that's coming down the line for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Coming down the pike? Coming down yeah. the road? And no. I will be driving that. I will get one. <laughs> Watch out. Yeah. Watch out, world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Slide behind the wheel. Yeah. Cane in one hand, beer in the yeah. other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I heard I heard that somebody filmed the porn in a, in a, in a driverless car. Yeah, I just read that. I just read that online yesterday. Oh, man. I thought that was quite funny. Well, you know, it was bound to happen. Yeah. It happen. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just like sex in outer space. Yeah. It will have to, will have to happen. That's like they have to clean up after that. <laughs> I think that goes beyond Kleenex. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So driverless cars, mm-hmm. porn, porn, and all. Yeah. Um, essentially, we'll have we'll replace drivers, but I think it's really prohibitively expensive now. Yeah. To be able to do that. I mean, like right now, Uber is not paying for the car. They're not. They just it's their people's own cars that are driving. Yeah. And they, and they pay the driver shit. Yeah. So I mean, to transfer over, transition over to driverless cars, um, is going to happen. That's just going to take a long, long. I think so. Take the, as long as you think. It's a lot of capital to like, and, and I'm I'm sure they're 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 banking on, on the IPO getting them a whole bunch of money to be able to yeah. invest. So it, it, it's going to go up. I mean, it might have tanked right now, but. It's gonna go up. I'm gonna buy some silver instead of that stock. Ah, now you're talking. (laughs) Now you're talking. Yeah. (laughs) It's good. Yeah, I don't trust. I don't trust the stock market. So yeah, that's the way to go, brother. Ah, yeah. Oh, but but I'm not gonna go into the gold standard. That's for sure. Yeah. At least at least you let your will buy silver. At least, at least you're thinking. If the government's not, you need to be. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Uh, I mean, we're laughing, but our Social Security, like, Social Security is not guaranteed for you or for me. No, right? no, it's not. Oh, man, that's going to no, be it's sad. fucking not. It's fucking terrible. And with this dumbass that's what we got to hurry. We got to hurry up and fucking work, working to... Make a million. Make a, well, a million is not going to be that much if they keep printing money. Oh, well, no, make the first million. How about yeah, that? Make yeah. the first million off of this podcast right here. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, if any of these people want to sponsor our beer, <laughs> our, our beer people, by the way, it's a nice set by there. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, hell, Uber and Lyft. If you're, <laughs> you motherfuckers, you need some help. Get your fucking IPO up. Or not IPO, your uh, stock up. Fuck. 
and if you need anybody to record a podcast in one of your yeah. driverless cars, we'll yeah. have <laughs> and we would we would not defile your car by filming a porno. Yeah, we would not. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't know about Sean. So, I think that should be good. On yeah, that. I think that we're good. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in, and uh, we will see you next time on a progressive and a libertarian walk into a bar. <laughs>